0: In Alhamdalilla, Nahmedu, who and Esterino, who and Ester Ferro, when I all do in Shururi and Fusina, was he ate Armalina, many Mudilla falla mudil la, Waman Yudhil falla, her diella, wash Hadu and la ilaha illa who wached a hula sharikala, wash Hadu and Namohammed and Abedu or Rasullah. Amma bad. Today then we've come to the section where Al Imam Tahawi says. لَا تَبْلُغُهُ الْأَوْهَامُ وَلَا تُدْرِكُهُ الْأَفْهَامُ And this line is now talking about the fact that the minds of creation, we cannot imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we cannot comprehend or intellectualize in our minds, in our logic and rationale, we cannot imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is just as Allah has told us in the Qur'an, "Wala bihi That they, the creation, they cannot comprehend Allah. They cannot comprehend the knowledge of Allah. So it is not possible for us to be able to imagine Allah it is not possible for us to encompass our Lord. It is not possible for our minds to reach that level. We do not have that knowledge. Allah mentioned in the Quran, وَمَا أُوتِيتُم مِّنَ ilmi illa قَلِيلًا You have not been given from knowledge except a small amount. Allah has not given us knowledge of all of those details about Himself. So we cannot imagine Allah, we cannot encompass Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even when the believers see Allah in the hereafter, in the afterlife, when the resurrection happens, and the believers will see Allah, even when they see Allah, and we'll come to the section When they see Allah, they will still not be able to fully comprehend what they see. That our eyesight and our vision cannot encompass the sight of the might and majesty of Allah. That we will see Allah, but we will not fully comprehend all of what we see. Such is the great might and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he then mentions in the explanation Ibn Abil-Izz, قَالَ فِي الصَّحَاحِ تَوَهَّمْتُ الشَّيْءٍ ظَنَنْتُهُ وَفَهِمْتُ الشَّيْءٍ عَلِمْتُهُ Basically meaning, explaining the term that we cannot imagine or have any type of thoughts in our mind of how Allah is. We cannot have any thoughts or imaginations. And that's why all of these things in culture and society, how they show you things, they show you that Allah, all these things they make, a man with uh, with white robes and a white beard, and all of these things they make, and these pictures and imaginations in the clouds, all of that is absolutely false. All of that is an absolute and utter lie. We are not able to imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're not able to have a thought or create some thoughts uh, and pictures in our mind of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَمُرَادُ الشَّيْخِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ So what Al-Imam Al-Tahawi means here is, أَنَّهُ لَا يَنْتَهِي إِلَيْهِ وَهَمْ that there is no imagination that can get to imagining Allah. There is no such thing. We are not able to imagine Allah. وَلَا يُحِيطُوا بِهِ عِلْمٍ And our knowledge does not encompass Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَاللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ لَا يُعْلَمُ كَيْفَ هُوَا لَا يَعْلَمُ كَيْفَ هُوَا إِلَّا subhanahu. هو سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَىٰ So nobody knows how Allah is the details of that except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. Nobody in creation has been told of the details of how and what and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks and the names and attributes we've not been told. So we do not have any imagination of that affair. And only Allah knows that the details regarding Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the howness, then it is only Allah who knows that of Himself. وَإِنَّمَا نَعْرِفُهُ سُبْحَانَهُ بِصِفَاتِهِ What we know of Allah, is what Allah has told us about Himself, through the Qur'an and the Sunnah, the different names and attributes. The names and attributes of Allah that we know, that is our recognition of Allah. That is what we understand regarding Allah. The names and the attributes Allah has told us about Himself, that we know. But beyond that, imagining how those names and attributes are, imagining them and having some thoughts and pictures in your mind about them, that is beyond what is permissible? That is beyond the boundaries of what we have been told. So we know the names and attributes of Allah, but we do not go into imagining or picturing things in our minds. So we know from His names and attributes. <speaking in Hebrew> we know from the names and attributes Allah has informed us of. That he is one, that he is the Samad. In some of the tafasir, they say that the Samad is the one that the creation must take all of their needs to. That we must take all of our needs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Lam yalid, he does not beget nor was he begotten. Lam yulad, does not give birth nor was he given birth to. And he does not have any equal or partner. All of these various types of things we've been told about Allah. Allahu la ilaha illahu al Hayy al-qayyum. He is the ever-living, the self-sustaining. al Hayy al Qayyum. La ta'qhuzuhu sinatun wa la Sleep nor slumber. Neither of those overcome Allah. Lahu ma fi samawati wa ma fi ard Everything belongs to Him in the heavens and the earth. So these are the types of things we've been told about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we go through the book, then you will come across a whole selection of the names and attributes of Allah that we have been informed of. So that is the level of knowledge we have regarding Allah, What Allah has told us about Himself in terms of His names and attributes in the Qur'an and the Sunnah. But beyond that trying to imagine and picture Allah, then that is not correct. And that is not to be done, and the minds cannot do that in any case. They cannot imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is above anything that a person imagines. Then Al-Imam Al-Tahawi says, وَلَا يُشْبِهُ الْأَنَامُ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not resemble, does not resemble, is not similar to anything in creation. He does not have any similarity, any resemblance to anything in creation. That is the statement of Al-Imam Al-Tahawi there. And that, Ibn Abi al says, is raddun liqawlil mushabbihah, allathina yushabbihuna al-khaliqa bil-makhluq, it is a refutation of the mushabbihah, that group of people, the deviants, those people of deviation, who resemble, make a resemblance between Allah and the creation. They make a resemblance between Allah and the creation. And so they begin to say that the names and attributes of Allah are like our names and attributes. But here, an Imam al-Tahawi refutes that position, refutes those people of innovation. Allah does not resemble anything in the creation. And then you have the ayah, Which is the proof of that ليس كمثله شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ That there is nothing like unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And He is the all-hearing and the all-seeing He is the all-hearing and He is the all-seeing And there is nothing like unto Him There is nothing like unto Him وليس المراد نفي الصفات كما يقول أهل البداع فمن كلام أبي حنيفة رحمه الله في الفقه الأكبر لا يشبه شيئا من خلقه ولا يشبهه شيء من خلقه ثم قال بعد ذلك وصفاته كلها خلاف صفات المخلوقين يعلم لا كعلمنا ويقدر لا كقدرتنا ويرى لا كرؤيتنا This now one of the most important quotes we've come across so far. A quote where Al-Imam Abu Hanifa Rahimahullah Ta'ala says in his book Al-Fiqh Al-Akbar, the book of Al-Imam Abu Hanifa. He says in that book, لا يشبه شيئا من خلقه that Allah does not resemble anything in His creation. Allah does not resemble anything in his creation. وَلَا يُشْبِهُهُ شَيْءٌ مِّنْ خلقه. And neither does anything in creation resemble him. Both ways round, no resemblance. Allah does not resemble anything in creation, neither does anything in creation resemble him. Completely closed from both angles. No resemblance from either side. That's what Al-Imam Abu Hanifa mentions. Then after that he goes on to say, وَصِفَاتُهُ خِلَافَ صِفَاتِ الْمَخْلُوقِينَ And his attributes, all of them, they are different and contrasting to the attributes of creation. Al-Imam Abu Hanifa says, the attributes of Allah, all of them, are different in opposition to the attributes of creation. They are not the same. So Allah knows, has knowledge, but not like our knowledge, how we have knowledge. And He has ability, power, but not resemblant to us and our ability and power. No resemblance in the attributes. وَيَرَى لَا كَرُؤْيَتِنَا And Allah sees, but not like how we see. So, Imam Abu Hanifa is making the point exactly as Ahlu sunnah make the point, that Allah has these attributes. Allah has these attributes, but they do not resemble creation. Exactly what we've been saying every single class leading up to this point. We affirm the attributes of Allah. We don't say we have no idea what they mean, we leave it to Allah. We affirm them. But we say that there is no resemblance between them and creation. We affirm Allah hears and sees, but we do not say He hears and sees like we hear and see. No resemblance. We affirm Allah has knowledge, but not like our knowledge and how we have knowledge. So, Al-Imam Abu Hanifa says exactly the same thing here. That Allah's attributes, they are not like the attributes of creation. He has knowledge, but not like our knowledge. Has ability and power, but not like us. Not the same thing. He sees, but not like how we see. There is no resemblance in the attributes of Allah to creation. But Allah has those attributes. Allah sees, Allah hears, Allah has knowledge. We affirm all of that. We don't say, well, okay, Allah has those, but we don't know what they mean. We leave it to Allah. We don't know what what does he mean Allah sees and Allah hears and Allah has knowledge. Of course, we know what that means. Allah sees, Allah hears. Allah sees everything you do. Allah hears everything you say. Allah has knowledge of everything in your lives. We know that. We're not going to sit here and say, we have no idea what it means that Allah has knowledge of everything. or We have no idea that Allah sees everything, what that means. We know the basic meaning of that. We affirm that. But we say Allah's seeing is not resemblant to our seeing. Allah's hearing is not resemblant to our hearing. Allah's knowledge is not like how we have knowledge. Allah is far superior, mighty and majestic in the perfection of all of those names and attributes, and we do not have that perfection. Waqala Nu'aym ibn Hamad. Nu'aym ibn Muhammad says, who died in the year two hundred and twenty-eight? So from those early generations, nu'aym ibn Muhammad, man bi min كفر. That whomsoever makes a resemblance between Allah and anything in the creation, then that person has committed kufr. Whomsoever makes a resemblance between Allah and anything in creation, then that person has committed kufr. مَا وَصَفَ اللَّهُ بِهِ نفسه At the same time though he says, but whoever rejects what Allah has mentioned of his own attributes, that person has committed kufr too. وليس في ما وصف الله به نفسه ولا رسوله and there is no resemblance in what Allah has attributed to Himself or the messenger has attributed to Allah and creation. there is no resemblance. so he tells you that and he died in the year 228 Hijri from those early generations. The one who makes a resemblance between Allah and creation, that person has committed kufr. The one who rejects the names and attributes of Allah has committed kufr. So what's the only solution left? To affirm the names and attributes of Allah, but without making any resemblance between them and creation. Simple. That is the way of Ahlul sunnah And that's why he says at the end, there is no comparison between the names and attributes of Allah and creation. وَقَالَ إِسْحَاقِ إِبْنِ رَهُوِيَ إِسْحَاقِ إِبْنِ رَهُوِيَ Another great scholar. He was in fact the sheikh of Al-Imam Al-Bukhari. He says, مَنْ وَصَفَ اللَّهُ فَشَبَّهَ سِفَاتِهِ بِسِفَاتِ أَحَدٍ مِنْ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ كَافِرٌ بِاللَّهِ الْعَظِيمِ That whomsoever describes Allah making a resemblance in those attributes to anything in creation, then that person has uh, is a kafir in Allah. Anybody who makes resemblance between the attributes of Allah and the attributes of creation, then that person is a kafir. Now when you start seeing these types of statements mentioned by Ibn Abil Izz al-Hanafi, quoting Al-Imam Abu Hanifa quoting the Salaf, it starts to highlight to you what the manhaj of the Salaf was. Starts highlighting to you the reality of the aqeedah the Salaf were upon. These people now, they keep telling you the Salafis, they are comparing Allah to creation. That's what they keep telling you. That they are saying Allah has a hand and we have a hand. That means flesh and meat. Who has ever told you it means flesh and meat? When has anybody from the Salaf ever said that? The Salaf are all telling you it's kufar. If you compare Allah to creation, if you start saying, yes, the hand is like this and flesh and meat. We've just said, no imagination can comprehend Allah, you're not going to be able to imagine Allah. So we cannot imagine any of those things, and we cannot make any of those resemblances. You cannot have those imaginations, and it is kufr for you to start making resemblances. So Ahlul Sunnah, the Salafis, affirm the names and attributes of Allah, But have no imagination of what they are like. Nobody saying flesh, blood, hands. Nobody saying that. But at the same time, we are not going to reject them. We are going to affirm them. Because Allah told us to affirm them. So we believe Allah has a hand. How? How? Allahu a'alam. We don't know how, but we believe Allah has a hand. Because Allah told us He has hands. Allah told us He has two hands. So we believe in that. How are they? We don't know the details and what they look like, we've just said, no imagination of these things. You can't imagine that, you can't start comparing and talk about blood and flesh and all these things they talk about. The Salaf are telling you, you can't make resemblances. So you don't make any resemblances with these things. But, that doesn't mean you go like the people of innovation and say, well okay, in that case, we're just going to reject the hand. No, you affirm the hands of Allah, just like you affirm all of these other names and attributes of Allah. Allah, But you just don't make any resemblances to creation. They are names and attributes of Allah, as are befitting of the might and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ishaq ibn Rahoya, the Shaykh of Imam al-Bukhari also said, Alamatu Jahmin wa Ashabih, that the sign of Jahm, the leader of the Jahmiyyah, those people of innovation, their sign, something which shows you who the Jahmiya are, an indicator of them. The claim that they make that Ahlus Sunnah are comparing Allah to creation. Ishaq ibn Rahoyah said this from a thousand years ago. That one of the signs of those people of innovation is that they always keep saying, Ahlul Sunnah, the Salafis, you compare Allah to creation. Exactly what they say right now. Exactly what they try and claim right now. They say, look, the Salafis, they are imagining Allah to be a body and imagining Allah this and that. We're sitting here, the Salafis, alhamdulillah, teaching that it's haram to do that. Haram to imagine Allah. Haram to think about all hands like you got hands and hearing like you got hearing, seeing like you got seeing. Haram. Kufr, the one who compares Allah to creation. So he said, from those early times, that's what they used to say about Ahlu Sunnah. That you people are comparing Allah. Because they don't understand. Ahl Sunnah are not comparing Allah at all. Ahl Sunnah are not making resemblance at all. Ahl Sunnah tell you it's haram to make resemblance. But, it's also haram for you to reject the names and attributes. So you affirm them, but you don't make resemblance. Also, قَالَ خَلْقٌ كَثِيرٌ مِّنْ أَئِمَّةِ السَّلَفِ Very many from the scholars of the salaf, they said, عَلَامَةُ الْجَهْمِيَّةِ أَهْلَ السُنَّةِ مُشَبِّهَا that one of the signs of the Jahmiyyah, those people of innovation, is that they used to call Ahlul Sunnah Mushabbiha. Meaning that they used to say, you people compare Allah to creation. And that never existed and never occurred, but that was their claim, their lie upon Ahlul Sunnah. فَإِنَّهُ مَا مِنْ أَحَدٍ مِنْ نُفَاتِ شَيْءٍ مِنَ الْأَسْمَاءِ وَالصِّفَاتِ إِلَّا الْمُثْبِتْ لَهَا مُشَبِّهًا Because all of those people out there who reject the names and attributes of Allah, they don't affirm them, they will by default call anybody who affirms the names and attributes as Mushabbiha. They will say, you're comparing Allah to creation. All of those who rejected the names and attributes of Allah, why did they reject them? What was one of the core reasons? Because they thought, if you affirm them, then that equals comparing Allah to Creation. They said, because hands, we have hands. Hearing, we have hearing. Seeing, we have seeing. If you affirm those things to Allah, you're naturally by default comparing Allah to creation. That's what they believed. So they rejected the names and attributes of Allah. Whenever they see anybody affirming them, then automatically they go back to that formula of theirs. If you're affirming the names and attributes of Allah, then you must be by default comparing Allah to creation according to them. They don't understand. You can affirm the attributes of Allah without any comparison or resemblance to creation. We affirm Allah hears, Allah sees, Allah has knowledge. But is it like how we see here, have knowledge? Not at all. Allah's hearing, seeing, knowledge, mighty, powerful, uh, befitting and suitable of His might and majesty. So they don't understand that. All of those people therefore who reject the names and attributes of Allah, when they see people affirming them, they say, you people are comparing Allah to creation. And that's why you have the Ashaira, the Maturidiyya, all of these types of people. That's exactly what they still say about ahlu sunnah now. That is what they say about the Salafis now. You're comparing Allah to creation. And that is not the case. It is because they themselves have in reality rejected the names and attributes by doing this tafwid, as they call it. The tafwid, They say we leave it to Allah. We have no idea what it is. We just leave it to Allah. Then that means like we discussed before, you're not affirming anything then. Don't try and tell us you're affirming something when you say we, we, we don't know, we just okay, we, it's there, it's there. You have no idea, you have no understanding. Allah tells you He's the all hearing. Allah has the attribute of hearing. You don't know what that means? Of course we know what it means. Allah is the all hearing. hears every sound, every voice, hears everything. You're gonna tell us you affirm Allah is the all hearing, but you don't know what that means. You're gonna leave that to Allah. Makes no sense. You're gonna tell us you believe Allah is the all-seeing, but you don't know what that means, leave it to Allah. Wrong! Ahlul Sunnah, they say, Allah is the all-seeing, the all-hearing, we know what that means, in the basic sense, that Allah hears everything, Allah sees everything, obviously. But they, they say, if you start saying, no, then you're comparing Allah to creation. Cannot, they cannot get past this idea. You are not comparing Allah to creation. Allah hears and sees as is befitting of His majesty. Allah has knowledge of everything as is befitting of His majesty. Knowledge of everything. Not comparable to our weak attributes. Not comparable to us whatsoever. So the salaf they used to say, all of those people who reject the attributes, they always tell, they always say about you lot, they always say about Ahlul Sunnah that you're comparing Allah to creation. This is the salaf saying it from a thousand years ago. So it's nothing new when the ashā'ira maturidiyya come along now and they make all of these claims and they want to make their videos and this and that. This has been going on for a thousand years from the time of the salaf. فَإِنَّهُ فَمَنْ أَنْكَرَ أَسْمَاءَ اللَّهُ فَمَنْ أَنْكَرَ أَسْمَاءَ اللَّهُ بِالْكُلِّيَّةِ مِنْ غَالِيَةِ الزَّنَادِقَةِ الْقَرَامِطَةِ وَالْفَلَاسِفَةِ وَقَالْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يُقَالُ لَهُ عَالِمٌ وَلَا قَادِرٌ يَزْعُمُ أَنَّ مَنْ سَمَّاهُ بِذَلِكَ فَهُوَ مشبه. Some of the extreme ones, they even used to say, you can't say Allah is the alim, the all-knowing. You can't say Allah is the qadir, the, the all-capable. You can't do these things. Because we have knowledge. And we have Ability We have these types of attributes So some of the extreme ones used to say You can't even say that about Allah You can't say Allah is the alim Meaning the one knowledgeable of everything Allah does not have knowledge of everything How can you not say that But this is the way the people of innovation were Some of the extreme ones They said no, no You'll be comparing Allah to creation if you do that So this is the level they went to some of them Because they cannot understand how the same word does not necessitate identical meaning. We gave the example about the leg. You can have the word leg, and there's a, a thousand different meanings and descriptions of what a leg is. Same word, completely different meanings. They can't understand that. They say if the word is one, then it's the one and the same thing. And that isn't the case. It simply isn't the case. وَمَنْ al الْإِسْنَعْمِ so uh, this is the way of the Jahmiya and the people of innovation. Some of these people of innovation in their books of old, you will even see that they write Inna min mujassima yuqalu lahum Al Malikiya. You sabuna ila Rajulin, you call Lahumalik Ibn Anas. Wakauman, you call Lahum Ashafiria, you sabuna ila Rajulin, you Muhammad ibn Idris. Hatta Ladina Yavasirun, a Quran, a minhumka Abdel Jabbar was a machari or a rima, someone a kulamin, a fbatashi and minasifat, Wakale Beru Yamushabiha. They used to say, these people of innovation, that in their books they used to say, there are a group of people out there who. Compare Allah to creation and make him like a body. There are a group of them out there, they are known as the the Malikiyah. And they follow a man called Malik ibn Anas. And there's another group of them out there, who make Allah into a body, as the people of innovation used to claim all these things. And they are known as the Shafi'iyah, and they follow some guy called Muhammad ibn Idris. And Imam Shafi'i, his name was Muhammad ibn Idris. People of innovation were writing these things in their books. That the Shafi'iyyah they are all wrong, and the Malikiyah, they are all wrong. All of these people are wrong, they compare Allah to creation. They used to write these things in their books from those long time ago. Now, nah. Then Allah mentions in the Qur'an, another ayah which highlights to you that there is no such thing as any comparison Between creation and Allah And it's not possible whatsoever And that is another ayah Another example where Allah says وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَىٰ That indeed for Allah is the greatest example The greatest Meaning there is nothing you can imagine or compare Allah with He is of that greatest level Allah is of that greatest level of that perfection, absolute perfection. That's what subhanallah means. That Allah is upon absolute perfection. Does not have any shortcomings, any deficiencies. Does not have any type of uh, 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 fault. Nothing whatsoever. وَلِلَّهِ الْمَثَلُ الْأَعْلَىٰ مثل أن يعلم أن كل كمال ثبت للممكن أو للمحدث نعم. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has absolute perfection. And creation, of course, have imperfection. We have imperfection and we have weakness, whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has absolute perfection in the uh, names and the attributes. So there is no comparison whatsoever. In this next section... He is now going to mention Al Imam Al Tahawi. He's going to mention a section regarding some of these perfections of Allah. The perfect names and attributes of Allah. So he's going to mention the fact that Allah is alive and does not die. And that Allah is self sufficient in every aspect, no weakness, doesn't sleep. And he's going to mention. That he is the creator who has no need whatsoever to anybody in creation. He is the one who provides and sustains everybody and has no need for any type of input. He is the one who gives death to his creation without fear. Ba'ithun Bila He is the one who will resurrect them all without any difficulty. So now in this next section he's going to discuss some of the various types of perfections that Allah has mentioned regarding Himself. And as you come across these now, you start to look into these perfections, you start to realize the completely mighty and majestic nature of the names and attributes of Allah. And that it is impossible to compare Allah to creation. There is no such thing, you cannot do that. Just like he said at the beginning there, your imaginations cannot comprehend Allah. So bear that in mind, Ahlul Sunnah affirm the names and attributes of Allah. But we do not try to imagine, we cannot imagine, we cannot try to compare Allah to creation, just as Al-Imam Abu Hanifa and the Salaf said, that would be kufar if you did that. So we don't make any comparison, but we affirm whatever Allah has affirmed for himself. That's where well. Round off today. Then time is short today with the <coughs> prayer. Just a short session tonight. Next week, inshallah, back to the full class again. Next week, Maghrib should be closer to eight o'clock, so we'll begin at seven pm. Begin. Oh, in fact, uh, next week uh, maybe the change of time. Huh? Is it confirmed? Have to. Next week uh, for a one-off. No, uh, normally for, uh, it's going to be seven pm. Normally seven pm. Next week as a one-off, possibly. We may begin, was it 5.30, 40 or something? About 5.30. Uh, what time is Asr? Uh, Asr is going to be roughly... Five, so after Asr. As a one-off next week, possibly, if the hall is available, we're going to begin after Asr. So I think you're all on the, the, the Telegram or the WhatsApp list or whatever it is. And you've got the, the Twitter account of the Sabil everything. So keep up to date as a one-off, possibly, if the hall is available. We may be doing it at 5.30 p.m. next week. So keep up to date with that, let everybody else know who didn't come today, as a possibility it could be 5.30, if it gets confirmed, especially pass the message around, that it could be 5.30 next week, that's just the one-off next week, after that back to the normal 7pm mission So we'll conclude upon that and we'll pray, maghrib. inshaAllah. Uh, wa sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad wa ala alihi wa